Hello and welcome to episode 199 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Good man, good. Just one 199, away. I know. <laughs> it's super, super close at this point, which is very, very exciting. And uh, yeah, the last show before the big one. Um, obviously, we've been teasing it for the last few weeks. Hope you guys are looking forward to it. And uh, But yeah, we actually have a very interesting one to kind of end us in our last regular shows, um, which is pretty, which is very exciting. And we'll get into uh, this week's film, of course, which is Scare Package, um, mm-hmm. which is an upcoming movie on Shudder. And uh, yeah, we'll get into all that stuff if you've not heard about this one, because um, it's very, very interesting indeed. Um, Definitely. And uh, yeah, we're, we're going to get into the news because there's a couple of really interesting stuff here that I've just been dying to talk about. It's a big um, one. Yeah, kind of the, the first one, um, we talked about it again literally last week. This seems to always <laughs> happen with us. And um, thankfully, it actually came out before we recorded because usually they come just, out just after. Yeah, hours um, before. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I called it <laughs> because mm-hmm. um, it's an update regarding Fright Fest, um, which obviously we'd heard about kind of right at the start of the um, lockdown and all of that uh, stuff, the restrictions on social distancing and kind of, uh, thinking that it wasn't going to go ahead um they put out a statement i think it was back at the end of march basically saying like yeah we'll talk about it in early june um mm-hmm. of course friday Here festival runs uh sort of bank holiday end of august weekend mm-hmm. um and yeah the the statement is as follows um Due to the continuing COVID-19 restrictions on social distancing, Arrow Fright Fest traditional five-day event in August has been regretfully put on hold. Instead, the organizers are planning to expand their traditional all-day Halloween event at the end of October. Um, which, yeah, I mean, you know, it was one of those things when I said it last week, it kind of just popped into my head and then the more you thought about it, and obviously we yeah, we, about it. we spoke about it and we, we came to this exact conclusion <laughs> last week. And it... it yeah. It makes perfect sense, you know. It's um, it's, it's a shame, like everything is right now. <laughs> yeah. But but also makes perfect sense. It's the sensible and only decision to make, and um, you know, fair play, you know. And um, let's hope that something can happen in October because that's not a given. Um, mm. but you know, if they can do something, and if it is that it will be, you know, maybe a mini, like we said, you know, maybe not a whole five day thing, but a two or three day thing, it could be super cool. Um, yeah. You know, but I still, you know, I, I, I'm still not certain that something will happen in October, but we just got to hope that, you know, we get to a position that it will be. Yeah, um, for sure. Like, it's, it's they're lucky that they kind of have that smaller event to fall mm. back on because, yeah, with so many festivals, they just don't. It's the one and then it's gone yeah. for another year. So if they miss the date, um, then you're not going to see them for a year. Whereas this is cool. That, like, of course, it's not going to be the same um because it's a, you know the whole bank holiday thing and in august and, and it's five days and it's obviously not going to be that big um but the fact that they already had kind of those placeholder dates for you know the cinema especially you know you've got to get those the seats in particular yeah. in london um so so it's cool that obviously they have that to fall back on and i think they're kind of lucky this year as well because halloween falls on a saturday mm-hmm. um so i think that kind of if they wanted to do like a thursday friday saturday or a friday saturday sunday um, yeah. or, even, or even just a Friday and Saturday and you just make a two-day event of it. Um, I think that works really, really well. Yeah, I think so. I think a two- or three-day event is where they're going to go, you know, either Definitely. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, with kind of Sunday as the hangover, Yeah. Um, or, or just go Friday, Saturday. 
Yeah, um, like I, I just think they're really lucky in that regard because you mm. know if it was like a Wednesday or something, yeah. um, it wouldn't feel as. So I, I think it's just it's it's easier to get people to kind of book that weekend if you're really into your Halloween and you're really into your fright festival yeah. horror movies. It makes more sense if you want to because obviously a lot of people travel to London for the event. Well, that's what I think. You know, I'm I'm super pumped for it because you know we've never gone to the Halloween event before and yeah. always toyed with the idea and the fact that we'll be kind of in the heart of London over Halloween potentially. Yeah. Like there could be other stuff to do and you know it could be a super fun time um mm. so i just hope that you know we we can get there you know restriction free at that point yeah for sure. and also feel safe enough to go as well at that point but you know yeah. fingers crossed i think i'm glad that they got it out this mm. early as well i think know, so they, too they, they did exactly what they said they were going to do they said early june straight away you know june kicks off and they and they say the announcement of like look it's not going to happen at all yeah. and like i'm glad that they're not like doing the whole wishy-washy thing of like oh yeah maybe yeah. we'll be okay in August. and it's and like... to be honest like august isn't okay and like yeah. you know it's great that they've been you know sensible and made that decision and not just looked at numbers on a spreadsheet yeah. and they've decided that you know what like you know they clearly care about people that go they've built a family of people and they're not going to put them at risk when you know horror can wait you know the festival hopefully can sustain and and be back next year regardless and so keep people safe and put on an event when you can whether that be october or whether it is next year yeah it'll be super exciting either way like i say i'm sure yeah. it'll be one of those things that we'll cherish it even more now so it'll be awesome oh, yeah. whenever it does happen definitely um, i i wonder like whether there was any sort of scope to try to put on like any of these places to try to put on some sort of digital version yeah um you know because i've seen a lot of online places that can do this you know virtual lobby and everything else and you know pay to get into it and you know the fact that screeners exist and links exist and that sort of thing like i, I wondered if anyone would try to go down that route to do some sort of mini mini online festival yeah but there um, has been some in the u.s there was one yeah. in the last couple of weeks that was um had like some horror tiles and that and it mm. seemed like people really enjoyed it and yeah i think now is the perfect time for something like that yeah um, and so i, I you know i I wasn't sure whether their announcement would give something like that. Um, but like you say, the fact that they have October to fall back on at the same venue and they've already got like that book, um, that booking slot, um, mm. it, it does make sense. It also, it also depends about when these certain movies are going to release because obviously like the, the stuff that Yeah, that's targeted... my worry. Yeah, the stuff targeted for August might not necessarily be as re relevant in October. And so you think like, yeah you know piggybacking off what you said if there was like say four or five titles that were always going to come out like september october and they wanted to get them still as like the fright fest world premiere as it was then yeah i, I don't see the, a problem with like a one day august you know online event um mm. that would be interesting to see if they could work that out obviously it's it's something that's completely new to them and i think that taking on even more new stuff right now is going to well, be a struggle and you know no disrespect but anyone that's been to fright fest has tried to book tickets for fright fest yeah <laughs> And, you know, that has been an absolute nightmare in the past and having an infrastructure for some sort of streaming platform is, you know, I mean, the, the big boys of this world that, that do this sort of thing are struggling, you know, yeah, you think definitely. kind of the video game companies that we follow are struggling right now to try and figure mm. out how to do this stuff online, let alone kind of four dudes that have put together this amazing, you know, physical event, but to do it digital is just completely different. 
Yeah, definitely. And it's like, it, it'd be really cool because obviously right now the content mm. for everyone in, in terms of we need this entertainment in any form right yeah. now is lacking. Um, so of course it would be, it would be great to see, but yeah, like Fright Fest is special for what it is. And, mm. and yeah, it definitely wouldn't be the same without kind of going to, particularly with that, that venue, you know, that place in London, yeah. it just, it feels like Fright Fest when you're there. Um, but yeah, it's going to be exciting no matter what. Um, next up on the news, this is an interesting one, really, because I don't even know if we've ever talked about even the idea about this, but um, it got confirmed by FX that they are moving forward with American Horror Stories, um, which is a spin-off series of American Horror Story. Um, of course, we talk about the show a lot. Um, we're mm -hmm. big fans of it. And um, obviously, season I think it was season 10 that was going to be coming out later this year yeah. um, is currently in limbo because they, they, you know, they haven't started filming. Um, they haven't, you know, officially delayed it, I don't think. Um, but did like, we get an announcement as to what the the overall feel for that year is going to be? What no, season they've, 10 they've is going to be? We don't even know, it. do we? No, they've yeah. they've shown cast members. They, they he keeps teasing on his Instagram, Ryan Murphy, um, like a beach setting and and stuff like mm. that. But we don't, and it looks like they, it was going to need to have you know like the summer filming months in particular. Mm. Um, so yeah, it, it looks like it's probably not going to happen this year anyway. Um, and yeah, we don't know exactly what the kind of format for this one is. Um, but obviously it has been renewed as well through to season thirteen, the regular show. Yeah, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, this this is really cool. That American Horror Stories, which is going to be one hour contained episode. Episodes, you know so a more traditional you know black mirror tales from the crypt style where each episode mm. is its own self-contained thing um yeah. and yeah I, I think that's great I, I think some of the wording in this announcement was a bit weird because it sounded like they were using the word launch alongside american horror story which i'm assuming they mean like kind of you know it's yeah the two, to it. the two shows are it's kind of like walking dead and fear the walking yeah. dead i guess that they'll just you know be companions for each other because I'm assuming they don't mean at the same time. No, because... I don't think so. I think this would be awesome if yeah, if, like I love that we kind of get American Horror Story around Halloween, you know, usually. Mm. Um, so this was like a summer thing, you know, maybe we got it in like May, June each year, and it was just like I don't know, even six episodes. I think they should stopped. release an episode around every major holiday. Um, <laughs> each month. Yeah, each month. <laughs> That's a great idea. Why is no one? Yeah. Doing that? I know. You can have that. You can have that, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, some lawyers are just twitching at the sound of that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I, yeah, I think this is great. Like I think that um, some some of the things with American Horror Story, like we're obviously huge fans of it, but it's one of those things mm. where if you, if you're not immediately in on those sets of characters and the theme for that year, it's yeah. very hard for them to kind of win you back over the course of the season. So I think this is awesome because yeah, if you have if you have an episode that you're not into, there's always going to be the what the following week. Um, and yeah. I think this I mean, is hey man, like we we love anthology, we love anthology yes. <laughs> horror movies, we love anthology TV shows. So this sounds fantastic that we yeah. just get these little one-off stories. You know, sometimes I don't want anthology all the time, but just sometimes mm. it's nice to have this little bite-sized horror and like to get these little American horror story one-off stories will be awesome. You know, the, especially if it's all done by similar creators and the writers that have done the show already, because I mm. love what they're doing. Um, and yeah, you know, it's, it's good times. Like you say, it's kind of, um, if there is the odd theme that you don't enjoy, then it's just a one episode. And so it's less of a risk than the actual show. And I'm just glad that American Horror Story is 10 seasons in and it's still yeah. like as active as it ever has been. Suddenly we've got three more seasons announced and we've got, um, a spin-off show. Like that's yeah. mad. Like, yeah. It's, it's 10 awesome. seasons. Like that, that's 
that's up there, man. And like this time last year, there was a lot of talk about like will FX renew it because it was mm. only renewed until the tenth, you know, the, the next season, as it were. So yeah, yeah, it's awesome that they've like, you know what, we're going all in on this. Um, yeah. But yeah, I can't, I can't wait for this. I yeah, I wonder I when like the show is done, like where it will lie. Because I mean, I really do. I mean, we talk about the show a lot. And I still think we probably underappreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone kind of, you know, I don't hear a lot of buzz about horror, American Horror Story, like in other circles. Yeah. And I just think the show is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Well, like, I remember when we first started the show, I said mm. it was my favorite show. And then obviously mm. we went for a couple of seasons that I weren't a huge fan of. But I definitely stand by like the first four seasons are all incredible. And I, and I think Apocalypse is like incredible as well. I think those five are amazing, and then there's still loads more. You know, 1984 and like a bunch of other ones. Like, there's been a lot. Yeah, of hotel. Yeah, exactly. Like, there really only is like there's there's one particularly bad season, and mm. then other than that, they're all levels of like okay to amazing. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, because Freak Show is not in the first four either. Is it? No, Freak Show is the fourth. Yeah. Oh, is that the fourth? I wasn't yeah. sure that was five. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I, I just absolutely love those four seasons. They're yeah. so good um and yeah moving on to this final news story you're going to be very excited about this one um does it involve it's... nightmare on elm street or scream <laughs> no what else do you what else do you love <laughs> uh lego <laughs> <laughs> what about um the 2018 sci-fi thriller upgrade do i love upgrade i mean is it the best show i mean i mean you'll hear next week how much <laughs> i love upgrade bro when we talk oh, about God. our 200 episodes okay do I have to add it to like the list of stuff we're going to talk about? Because I probably. I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna be talking about the best movies that we've seen for the show, then then yeah, I mean, I'll it's gonna be a segment. Oh, good. Um, I mean, there's only one film. <laughs> no, let's like, all trolling aside. This story. There's is, no trolling, bro. <laughs> there's some levels to this story. Um, there really is. So yeah, basically, upgrade is going to be a TV show. Um, <laughs> I made it happen. I made it happen, guys. I think he, I think he did, and I think Lee Winnell definitely made this happen. If you talk enough hype about a movie, then the gods will just fulfill and <laughs> give you a TV show of it. Apparently so. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is uh, Bloomhouse TV are kind of adapting it. Um, it says that the the kind of the, the series picks up a few years after the events of the film and broadens the universe with an evolved version of STEM and a new host, imagining a world in which the government repurposes STEM to help curb criminal activity. Um, Sounds so like Robocop. Of, yeah, it really does. I love it. Um, I, yeah, I do like that as a premise for sure. Um, what's really interesting, it says that um, basically... Uh, we talked about Lee Winnell signed this first look deal with Bloomhouse mm. um, for film and TV very recently. And this is the <laughs> first, this is like, the first, <laughs> what I love is this is the first project under that deal. And yeah, it's so brilliant of like, man, Invisible Man, what hit that was. And then they kind of sit him down and be like, so like, that was amazing. Have you got any other ideas? And he's like, um, I made this film. I don't know if you guys seen it. It's called Upgrade. Didn't do as well as Invisible Man. Um, do you want a TV show of that? <laughs> like they were just like, why not? Like it's yeah. it's brilliant. I love it so much. It's um, the best. I mean, like it was the most unexpected news story I've seen for a while. <laughs> if you just said to me, of all the films we've covered, when, which one is going to be a TV show? When when you put it out on our Twitter, I thought you had created a fake account. <laughs> I thought yeah, because at this point, like we're all pretty bored. Yeah. And like I'm, I'm waiting for you to really troll me. And I thought it was going to be microwave massacre related. And then I, <laughs> I honestly thought it was then going to be this that I was like, he has actually made this up because this is not real. <laughs> and yeah. so I didn't, I didn't even click that link. I had to search for it on Twitter <laughs> separately to make sure it was real. Yeah. 
I know if you ever see like Microwave Massacre, the TV series. Um, but yeah, this is so funny. Like, what, yeah. you know, when we're going to see this, who knows what the hell this is going to be. Um, mm. But if we, if we live in a world where Lee Winnell's projects are being made into TV series, that's a world I want to live in. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> which, yeah. And, and all, all joking aside, like, I really did love that sci fi world of mm. upgrade and the feel and look and everything to do with it. So, kind of. Um, I think there's enough of a world there that, um, you know, why not get more out of it? And and like that premise that they've described does sound awesome. Yeah, I'm really glad that it's like other characters because, yeah, my favorite part of the movie is STEM and that kind of thing. My my main Mm. problems with it were kind of the protagonist. There are no problems. (laughs) Um, Because it sounded like when I first read it of like, oh, he's going to be this like badass is just going after criminals or whatever. And I was like, I just don't. Yeah, we're not going to re-review the movie, but I'm glad. I'm glad this we will next week. Don't worry. <laughs> it's happening. Um, but yeah, that is pretty much it for the news this week. Um, and yeah, as we were just discussion uh, discussing, obviously this is your last chance to get involved with episode 200. Um, obviously put out the call a few weeks back. Um, and yeah, if you listen to this now, you can have just a little bit of time to obviously contact us um, and yeah, kind of uh, tweet us uh, at SHB pod. Or if you want to send us a longer email, it's super horror podcast at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, just get involved. Like we said in the last few weeks, any nice comments or questions or anything um, discussing kind of the history of the show. Cause that's what we're going to be talking about next week. Um, and if you have favorite shows, favorite moments, uh, anything like that, then definitely get in touch. Like we've already had a lot of you guys definitely. that have got in touch already. And, and that's going to be awesome to go through those next week. Um, but, and yeah, if you're a long time listener, um, you know, relatively new to us, if you've spoke to us before, it's yeah, the first and, time, and... uh, all that stuff is welcome, of course. Yeah, we have some um, exciting yeah, have new, new news for the first time well. ever on the show. Your voice can be heard, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> we have we have set up <laughs> which, ourselves yeah, up a Skype work. account. Um, and if you add us on Skype, if you search Super Horror Bros, you should hopefully see us with our logo. And um, if you voice call us, you should be able to leave us a voicemail. Um, so... That's super cool mm. and really hope that we get to hear from you guys. Actually kind of, yeah. you know, hear you guys for the first time, which could be pretty cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. If, it, if it works, we'll do it in the future yeah. as well. We're obviously Yeah, exactly. It's something that we've thought about for a little nice while and would forward. be cool. And, you know, we'll be a revolving segment going forwards if this does work. Um, so definitely, you know, the only way to find this out is if you guys kind of pick it up and go for it. Um and yeah, like you said, just anything really, kind of any comments on the show when you first started listening, what your favorite episodes were, um, how Upgrade is the best movie, like all, all of that is good stuff. Um, so yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> hey, You're hey not man. allowed to call the I voice. I can put on a voice. Because <laughs> it will not make the show. <laughs> um But yeah, that's so yeah, that's pretty much it. That is your last warning, of course. Um, that yeah, if you... Get involved now, or you'll forever be disappointed. You can get involved in our 200th episode. There um, is only one 200. Yeah, I cannot wait to talk about next week. Um, we exactly. do indeed. But we do have a film to talk about before then. Um, so let's talk about Scare Package.
So yeah, sort of the the background on this one, in case you don't know about this one, because um, I think I can't remember. Like I remember seeing the trailer for this at the start of the year, and I don't know if it ever. I don't think it did. It's kind of been Shudder. one that's been um, there, but Shudder is always kind of a difficult one, isn't it? Because until like it's it's never like this yeah. big glossy press release until it does get like a release date, which we've now finally got. Yeah, and I think when no, I first maybe not. it wasn't even attached to Shudder. I mm. think it was just going around the festival circuit and kind of, yeah, it was popping up on the horror websites. Um, but yeah, this movie um, is coming to Shudder on the 18th mm-hmm. of June, um, later this month. And uh, yeah, so thank you very much, Shudder, who are, of course, letting us uh, talk about the movie now. Um, in case you're worried, because obviously the movie isn't fully out, this will be a full yeah. spoiler-free discussion completely. Um, no spoilers whatsoever. We'll only be discussing our overall thoughts on the movie. Um, we won't be going into specifics or anything like that. Um, so you haven't got to be worried mm-hmm. about spoilers in the slightest. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, I mean, what is this movie then? What is the kind of general? Yeah, so uh, Scare then? Package is a um, anthology horror movie. Um, and uh, one of the really cool things about this movie is um, the the kind of wraparound package that you get. It's um, kind of centered around this um uh like old video rental store and kind of we we meet these characters yeah. in this video rental store and kind of throughout the movie i'm pretty sure it's just yeah i think it is because it is it's, well. <laughs> it's like chad's horror emporium so he's just like yeah this crazy yeah like crazy obsessed horror guy and just like this awesome video store of all horror and there's just horror movies playing constantly and that's kind of how we get our cuts to the different segments. We kind of zoom in on the TV and then we get these different anthology segments. Um, you get quite a few. Um, I think you get seven segments in total, um, mm. which is, which is pretty kind of crazy really. And, um, they all kind of vary in length. Um, and, uh, the, the the kind of um the last one's significantly longer than the others and then but we there's some that are very short yeah. and um but yeah all of them are kind of uh, every, this whole movie screams like a great homage to kind of um old school horror there's so many different kind of gags and just not not necessarily even gags just homages and clever clever things and just like you can tell that the people that made this movie love horror movies and it's a real love letter to it in, in an anthology package. Um, yeah, it's a super self-aware movie yeah. as well. Like it's always kind of like having those nods to the genre kind of, you know, it knows that you've seen a lot of horror movies um, and mm. all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, I don't, I don't know whether we're going to go into any of the segments too much about kind of rough plots on those or anything like that, but I think that will do for now anyway. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I really, I really thought the actual um, the wraparound was the thing that I found most interesting. Like initially, because yeah. it was just such a cool idea that I just loved. I loved it's it's, it's, it's essentially these three guys, kind of these two, uh, the, the the Chad who owns the store, this kind of obsessed horror guy that comes in and constantly rents videos of him and then kind of this new employee and it's kind of their dynamic and they had a really good Mm. funny dynamic and then kind of just kept cutting to the different segments throughout the movie and yeah i really enjoyed that it's something that um you know we we like anthology movies on this show and we talk about it a lot and some of the things that we say is like you know the rap just didn't make sense and like Mm. you know recently we said how like vhs was such a good way to kind of have a good wrap around and and this does the same you know for the most part 
Yeah, I completely agree where um, that's been one of the biggest standout cases of these anthology movies that um, kind of you have the segments and you mm. look forward to them. And obviously they obviously vary, not just talking about this movie, but anthologies in general. Um, mm. But the kind of the general rule when we've been watching them is like, oh, OK, here's like the wraparound, just almost kill a bit of time. And it's mm. and it's and it's only purpose really is to get you to the next segment, whereas that wasn't the case here at all. Like I, I really, really enjoyed that. I'm with you. And I think that those are the moments that I was actually looking forward to where i was like oh i can't wait to see more of these interactions in the video mm. store and the way they tie it all together is like super clever as well where i was kind of shocked that this is seven different directors in this entire yeah. package because we've seen a lot of stuff like that you know the vhs's the abc's are deaf and like loads of other stuff um and we really like a lot of those as well but i think that they always feel so disjointed yeah. and it's it's i always thought like oh yeah well it's impossible not to because they're made from different people they yeah have you, different... you look at vhs and they feel you know it's one of our favorite anthologies but it feels very different you know they're very different styles within that um you know in the segments yeah because even if they have like an overall kind of mission statement it's just they're all going to go off and do their own thing and it's not really until someone has to piece together all mm. these different films that it's really going to wonder if that tone is going to match and i think that was the thing that kind of was so shocking about this was like if you'd have told me that this was all just like one film that just happened to be an anthology i would have believed you because they mm. feel so tonally the same there isn't one that's I... like has the really dramatically different yeah. one has one that's shot completely differently has one that has just like a completely different soundtrack or look or you know quality of camera well you know, it was the it was the soundtrack more than anything because yeah. the soundtrack was very consistent throughout it's got a great soundtrack it has yeah, a really, really good, good thematic tune throughout and it's throughout all the segments and that's where where you had that cohesion that um yeah this movie um has a fun kind of end credit sequence where you get to see each kind of movie and its credits and yeah mm. i was looking at those and was like hang on a second these are seven different directors like what's going yeah. on like because i honestly thought the same as you that this was one person's vision yeah um so yeah to have kind of you know you've got there's like 15 writers or something that, that are to do with this and then and then yeah like seven or eight directors and it's just like something that feels so yeah such a well kind of well-rounded package is just yeah yeah fair play and it was yeah, definitely were, kind of one of the biggest strengths yeah they they were completely on the same page for that <clears throat> which i think kind of blew me away as i was <clears throat> expecting it to be like right here's the one that just goes in a completely other direction and that never happened they they were so consistent for that. i think that may it's a it's a minor criticism that maybe they could have had more variety with the segments because they they are all kind of playing around with the same type of tropes in horror um, yeah not, not to say that that's necessarily a bad thing because what we just discussed is that i kind of it's like it's a case of you damned if you do damned if you don't right where if they had completely different you know segments yeah i'd be saying, I'd be sitting here saying oh, well there's no cohesion but now i'm sitting here saying well they kind I of think, all play with the same yeah kind of tools, if, you know what i'm saying because because each one of these segments the the kind of tonal things that they have they are all kind of parody of what has been done before they are all hmm. quite tongue-in-cheek and um very self-aware and kind of when I watched the first two segments, I then realized that that's what they were going to be. And I think if they had have done something super serious or something away from it, it would have mm. felt disjointed. And I think that's part of the cohesion that we talk about when kind of some of these other segments that will have the serious one, the the gory one, the funny one, the, it, they then mm. start to feel like these different things where this literally wanted to take that one angle and kept exploring it. And I think... 
you know, um, you know, we'll, we'll get into kind of our thoughts maybe on the segments and stuff. Some of them worked and some of them didn't. And, mm. and, but, but at least kind of throughout they were, um, all kind of doing the same thing. So I knew what, what I was getting, like I say, after I got the first couple. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. It's, it's like that classic anthology thing really, where mm. it's, it's so hard to finish the movie and be like every single one of those I enjoyed equally. And I, I don't mm. know if that's ever happened. And I agree no. with you where there was, there was only one that I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is a bit too long. And maybe if you shave that off, it could have, you know, got the runtime down a little bit, but it, it, it never really sags. Cause I think the best thing, the thing about this movie is that it starts super strong and it ends super strong. And I think mm. that's a really great thing because we don't really, yeah. we've talked about that a lot this year of kind of like, if the first 10 minutes or 15 minutes, your brain just switches off it's very hard to get you back and then vice versa we've seen so many movies that like have these really cool interesting premises that just completely fall off a cliff and i appreciated that like yeah there was a bit in the middle where it started to sag a bit and i was kind of like okay i can move on to the next segment but they never stayed too long as well like i thought they were really they were actually really good with the lengths of the segments because yeah we've seen before where god some of these movies I'm, i'm trying to remember like but like some of them are like okay here's like a 15 minute segment and here's a 40 minute segment and i feel like they, they need to be closer in length and yeah this, I, don't, I don't know what the lengths of these ones were but i they feel like the, the finale yeah. was was the only one that stood out as being way longer which was glad um, i'm really glad it did some of the other ones yeah and, and it earned that because the intro you know, as well um, I the intro and the ending deserved to be like as long as they were yeah um and and yeah for, for me it, it started super strong. I love yeah. the intro and I love the first segment. Um, I guess yeah. we'll go into the segments in, in a minute, but yeah, like it started super strong for me. Um, and then, and then, yeah, um, like you say, it has a super strong ending as well. And it's just, it was just like a fun time. It was a real fun time. And I think mm. right now it could not be coming at a better time to come out on <laughs> yeah. streaming platforms. You know, June 18th can't come quick enough, I think. And kind of, this is a real this is a real feather in the cap for for shudder i think yeah i completely agree like this was exactly what i needed personally right now mm. um seeing a lot of very serious stuff and i really wanted to see a horror movie that it didn't remotely take itself seriously it was ridiculously silly and really lighthearted and it was that classic this is what i want to see at, at a festival you know this, at a fright fest like a late night yeah. movie um it's one to be enjoyed with friends with beverages um and Definitely. just like it's you know maybe you can't do that right now but when you can <laughs> you know enjoy it um, you can zoom it or something yeah definitely um because yeah if you've got a bunch of like-minded friends that are like really into your horror and you really want something that's just this just a really silly gory time that that's the other thing as well that like this movie was amazing in terms of the goring kills i, oh I, I think like the best we've seen this year by an absolute mile yeah um, yeah it, this movie kind of just it, it's kind of to, to hatchet levels of just kind of yep, you know I was this completely recent, what i was thinking I've this recent movie, yeah this recent kind of horror movies that just it's it's just pure over the top kills and over the top um you know killers and everything else and and yeah it just it just really put what it wanted to do on the tin straight away and then delivered on that and and i I super respected it for that and like i say even the segments that that a couple of them i didn't like and they were the shorter ones and then we got back to the awesome wraparound and then straight back into Mm. another one and that's the great thing about anthology and then the ones that were great were super great 
yeah i completely agree like i think that was my biggest takeaway from it was like okay there's definitely some stuff in here that obviously isn't the same level as some of it but like the highs i mean i laughed a lot during this movie. yeah i, I don't know about lot. you um i in particular i agree with you that kind of like i i wonder if it probably is the same segment but there's a segment early on where every joke delivered the yeah. gore was incredible the kills were like really creative and also hilarious well what i've and... what i've got in front of me is i've got the segment names so we could we could go through the segment names and just give our thoughts on the segment if you want yeah because i don't think that's spoilers is it i mean it's, no. it's on the poster as well the names um yeah um so yeah the opening is called cold open Mm. and it literally is how it opens our movie and and yeah again i, I don't really want to go in any plot of these because we yeah. want to stay spoiler free but yeah i really uh, it, it started off with a bang for me like i thought it was a super strong segment i really liked the premise i liked the execution it made me laugh and it kind of it straight away made me understand what this movie was going to be and that i was into it mm. yeah i completely agree and i i thought it was a really strong open and it was almost like uh I was really invested in that character who yeah. we were kind of aligned with early on. And it was a case of like, um, you know, we'll get to the the actual, the rest of the wraparound, which I also really enjoyed. But he was so strong. I was a little bit disappointed when he kind of left the movie. Yeah, um, And obviously that is the thing with anthologies, right? Is that you can't obviously get attached to any certain mm. characters or anything. Yeah, You're always definitely. Gonna, you know, the, the momentum is so quick that you can't, you have to just move on. But I was kind of in, I was with you. I was in that moment so much. And I was like, yeah. man, this is such a really cool premise. <laughs> that I could have um, wanted more of this, but yeah. Definitely. And then, yeah, segment two was One Time at the Woods. Um, definitely my favorite segment. Yeah, I completely um, agree. <laughs> was, was just hilarious. The gore was just so over the top and worked mm. so well. And there's just this reoccurring joke throughout that every time, <laughs> It, it made me die, and and yeah. literally when the when the credits rolled on this movie for me, I went back and watched this segment again. I was going to say I really want to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, now, I did it straight it. away. So it was so funny. Like, yeah, I, I how, how long is it when you watch it? It's, it's not like long. ten minutes. Yeah, I don't it's know. Like, it's not long. Yeah, um, it's it, God. This is funny. I, yeah. I think this might be the funniest thing we've covered for the show. Like yeah, it's genuinely that. It, good. it was so funny, so gory. It was such a good parody. Just everything about it um, mm. made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. It was everything you'd want in a segment oh, on a film like this. Yeah, yeah. I almost want to do like when when this comes out on Shutter, just like I still watch along <laughs> or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then segment three was called Mister, mm-hmm. um, which. For me, I mean, this segment felt very short, and yeah, it was, um, it was it was fun. Like I didn't I didn't hate it. It was just kind of like um, it, it, I felt like it probably needed to be a bit longer. Really, it yeah. was just kind of like there was a, there was a very quick start. We got a very quick kind of what this was all about, and then it ended. Um, and you know, it had some cool stuff in it. Uh, definitely, you know, this was this was kind of on the middle ground for me. Yeah, I agree. It was this and one later on where I was kind of like, I didn't really get exactly what they were going for because it, it mm. starts and they give you the premise and then it's kind of over so quickly. Yeah. And I was kind of like, wow, that was almost too much of, that was almost too quick, you know, where I really yeah. didn't understand yeah, what same. they were going for. Same. Um, yeah. I felt like it needed a bit more. Um, next was Girls' Night Out of Body. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this one again, um, I, didn't, I didn't hate it. I, I kind of wanted a bit more from it in the end um but uh still i you know had had an interesting idea um it's hard to kind of talk about these things without spoilers but yeah it yeah. had it had an interesting idea and kind of like i wanted a bit more from it again 
Yeah, I agree with you that it, it was a weird one that um, while I was in the moment, I was like fine with it. I was like, okay, mm. this is interesting. This is interesting. And when it was over, I was kind of like, yeah, oh, it that, never gave it? me, it never gave me the payoff. Yeah. I kind of yeah. wanted there to be like a big finale and it didn't really have it. Yeah. I, it, I definitely think the, the problem with those two was kind of after the, the yeah. first one that kind of like it, re- it, it, it delivered so strong on like, again, not going into specifics, but it's like, here's this ridiculous premise and we're going to get every single yeah. like joke and gore and kill out of this possible in such a short period of time. And yeah. so then after that, well, the ones that are a little bit slower and a little bit more kind of, um, you know, not on that same pace as mm-hmm. the original one, it kind of, they, di- they just don't capture that same energy, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next up, we have maybe my favourite segment, Name. <laughs> uh, the Night That He Came Back Again, Part 5, The Final Kill. I think it was part four or maybe part four <laughs> i think i wrote down part five but maybe it's yeah. part four um i put i put part five because it was segment five but thinking about it it was iv weren't it yeah it was i four. think so yeah yeah i thought it was because it was segment five <laughs> um that would make too much sense though uh yeah th- this one again like straight away explains what it's gonna do and mm. was just was just funny and kind of um Again, had good gore. I mean, it's just difficult when we had kind of one time at the woods that nailed mm. so much. But this one, this one was still really good and and yeah, enjoyable. Uh, like I say, the gore and the laughs both paid off for me. Yeah, I agree. It was a super enjoyable segment. It's it is similar to to one time in the woods, and mm. so I think that's the only downfall of it is kind of like it's it's aping on the same type of humor. And mm. I, yeah, I still enjoyed it, and it was actually um a really fun take on kind of like the slash yeah. stuff i really yeah. appreciate it yeah it was cool yeah that's what i enjoyed most about that is the the kind of parody line it takes with a slasher movie um mm. you know you kind of get that from the title um yeah next up was called so much to do mm-hmm. um this was the one that um it's it's probably my least favorite it it kind of it it, it was kind of going for this message um more than anything else and i didn't really get the rest of it really and but it but it was super short and so yeah yeah by the time it ended i was like okay didn't like this one next um yeah yeah <laughs> I, I i agree with that i was super confused by this where it yeah. was just kind of like it was it was over so quickly and like because there, there's like the initial premise that happens and i was kind of like okay right that's interesting i know what's going on now and then kind of they they just have this scene and they're kind of yeah like, i agree with you they're trying to get this weird message across and i just never really I don't know. I don't think I got this one to be honest with you. It was very no, weird to me. No, um, I might have been the same really. And then and then yeah, and then you've got the um the the finale which is called horror hypothesis. Mm. Um which was probably like I say it was it was long and um at one point I started to feel like it was getting a bit too long and then it mm. amped itself up and was super enjoyable and it had a really fun finale. Um and and yeah, just was over the top and exactly what this movie is. And so, um, yeah, still a fun time. Yeah, I, re- I really enjoyed the last segment. I, I thought it was really good. Definitely up there with kind of like mm. the opener and my favorite segment. And I'm glad that they kind of let this flesh out. And everything, yeah, without... everything kind of blended. It really yeah. felt like uh, the, the cohesion that we talk about, that this mm. was kind of uh, everything was in the same world and kind of just like, you know, uh, it was leading up to this. It wasn't that it was just this wrap around at a video store and that was it they were also telling the story with that video store which i respected 
Yeah, I think that's the thing that kind of with a lot of anthologies is a case of like the mm. order is like random and they don't really have a start, middle and finish like a traditional mm. movie, you know, because it is just these. Well, like, you think films. even like Nightmare Cinema that we watched, the cinema mm. itself wasn't really anything to do with it. And we no. were like, were they trying to do something with the cinema or were people just randomly like sat in there and then going into the movies or what was going on? But like this movie scare package makes perfect sense to me. And the wraparound makes perfect sense when I walked out of this. Yeah, that, that's a perfect movie to discuss because, yeah, that felt like we shot this cinema stuff on one day and mm. then we got all this other footage from a bunch of other guys and then some someone had the very extremely tough job of trying to, like, put it all together. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. like, this didn't feel like that. And obviously, we I know there's multiple directors on this. So I, I kind of, I don't know who to thank for this movie, but it's I don't, it's either some producer or an editor or someone who, whoever's, like, the overseer of this movie, whoever's the whoever's job it was to kind of, like, tie it all together and make it make sense, they did an amazing job because like i think that was my biggest takeaway and that was why i really liked the finale because it felt like a finale to an anthology movie again without going into it specifically but it it did do an amazing job but it felt like this it felt like it just tied everything together and it it felt like the, the real the proper way to end a movie like this and it really left me on like a real high coming out of it of like man that was like a super enjoyable time yeah not every segment banged but like the ones that did was super strong mm. and yeah and i agree with you again not going massively into it but like the credits were really enjoyable yeah um, well, it was one of those watching. when yeah when credits rolled i had a smile on my face and then yeah. it kind of gives you like a best of where you're going through the credits and it was just like super fun just to experience that and and yeah it was a super good way to end and i watched the entire credits roll and just had a mm. you know it was a banging soundtrack and and just yeah made, made me smile yeah, so I mean, overall thoughts on the movie, like, I really, really liked it. Um, as I said before, it was exactly what I wanted right now. Mm. Um, I wouldn't want to see this all the time. No. Um, but, like, right now, um, seeing something that's really lighthearted, seeing something that wants to make me laugh and just give me a good time, and the fact that it delivered on that, um, I have to give this movie massive props. And, we, yeah, like, kind of with such a... Um, kind of empty release of upcoming you know films right now yeah. um this is exactly what i needed it was like that jump start to the heart of like no here's just something that's really wacky and silly and it loves the genre and it just wants to make you smile and so i really really appreciate it for that yeah i i mirror pretty much all of that it's just it's real dumb fun and it's the real dumb fun that i needed you know it was the over-the-top gore it was the silly kind of comedy it was this kind of silly comedy but it was still well acted you know Mm. in this kind of really cheesy way everyone knew what the part they were trying to play and kind of um you know recently you know we we talk uh, at length um about the kind of arrow releases and kind of us looking back and wanting those and when we pick up these movies that are just like this real dumb fun and like Mm. this is that in a great anthology package of this just homage to kind of 80s kind of you know over the top horror and yeah yeah i think right now um like I said earlier, June 18th can't come soon enough. And I think kind of horror fans that have been kind of dry and needed something, I think Shudder's got it. Yeah, completely. I think what's interesting is we've seen a lot of movies try and do this thing mm. of like, you know, we, we love the horror and we're kind of trying to do this tongue in cheek thing. We're trying to be meta and we're trying to be funny and we're trying to have gore. And we see a lot of stuff do that. And it's like sometimes they deliver on some of it, sometimes they don't. And I think this is one of the strongest ones we've ever seen in regards to that, where it mm. really felt like, oh, my God, they actually nailed like all of the elements of kind of what you yeah. want. Like what you said is that what you what you think you remember about those movies from the 80s has like those things amplified up to 
you know, 10 now with like insane, like really, like I don't want to understate how good the special effects are in this movie oh, man. because like the actual practical effects, because yeah. they're amazing. You know, this is like really, really high level stuff, like really creative kills, really, really, really gory. Like I've not seen so many like blood splattered it, faces. It in a honestly, it honestly got to the point that I was getting numb to it. <laughs> um, where like when the final segment came around and like, bodies were flying left right and center i was almost like uh, immune to it and normally mm -hmm. like if i was watching a movie and that that sort of kill happened in it i'd be like holy shit that's the best thing i've seen but i'd yeah. already seen like 20 of them at this point it was insane it was just like a highlight reel yeah for sure and and yeah without getting into spoilers but this movie's like final showdown is one of the best things i've seen in a very long time like the kind <laughs> of the throwback it's kind of like use of an old horror trope and mm. it's like comedy reveals in those final moments i just think are so strong like i absolutely loved it yeah um but yeah like you say it's going to be coming to shudder later this month june 18th mm. and yeah i think it's a like absolute no-brainer that you watch this yeah. on the service i think um, you know it's just it was a massive surprise for me because I really wasn't expecting to love this movie like like this. And I think, yeah. um, you know, we've spoken about a couple of things that Shudder have had on recently, and it's really starting to get to the point now that it's becoming a real decent kind of avenue to watch these things. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, that was our discussion of Scare Package. We will take a short break and we will be right back. So yeah, just to finish us off this week, they got the, of course the penultimate show. Mm -hmm. um, wait, no, it's not the penultimate show, is it? Is that the penultimate show? I think so. Right, fair enough. Um, but yeah, oh yeah, I guess our last regular show. That's, that's yeah, what, that's what I was saying before. Um, we we've both seen a movie. Um, we have in the last week that we've actually discussed on the show before um that was of course at fright fest <laughs> of course the, which we which we always love to keep watching um and that is one freaks um, mm. which that was at last year's festival wasn't it last year's festival yeah kind of feels yeah. like so long ago i don't um, know whether it was a world premiere or european premiere but yeah it was because um, well, it was oh no it, it was oh because it was the the scotland one wasn't it this yeah time? yeah it was at the glasgow one which is mm. why smaller screen um mm. and that could be the only reason why um yeah. because yeah i think this is my favorite movie i've ever seen at fry first um you know re-watching it again now um like this movie is just so phenomenal like if you've not seen freaks obviously it's come out like what on blu-ray this year yeah it's on blu-ray it's a, it's a decent blu-ray um i'll get into that but yeah right. yeah yeah, like if you've not seen this already, I'm. Um, I don't want to even. To, you know, we're not going to spoil it or anything. But like, this is so so strong. When we talk about how many indie movies we've seen for the show, I think mm. it's one of those ones where I'm watching it and I have to almost keep reminding myself that like, no, this is an indie movie. It was a small like budget production because everything about it just feels so much bigger than that. Yeah, um, where it it's blows like, my mind. This yeah. film. If, you know, if we'd have seen this as like a big cinema release, kind of if this was one of those big temple horror releases, it wouldn't have surprised me because we've seen so many movies mm. that get that buzz and get that release that just aren't remotely on the level of this 
movie um it is you know one of the best written movies i think that we've seen for the show like the acting is just incredible like there's a whole host of performances to choose from um and yeah even though the first time i watched it i was enamored by it because from the first second from the first scene you know which is literally just a father and daughter talking to each other in this house you're immediately kind of like right what's going on you're you're enamored with what's happening in that scene the Um, the, yeah the best thing about this movie is the world building and kind of um you know we speak about it a lot on the show when kind of people have these ideas and they haven't fully fledged it these these guys have created this world that they understand so well they could release a series of books on it like they Mm. they, this this world they've created the, the kind of what freaks are and everything is just kind of so well rounded and well fledged out and kind of but almost kind of they all of that plays second nature to this just very intimate father and daughter story that's being told um that hit me super hard the first time i watched it and and hit me again watching it again on repeat and i think kind of that's what's so good that there's this you know super detailed story and you're really interested in that and um you know it reminds me quite a lot of like quiet place almost Mm. where you've got this world that i really enjoy and all these rules and this one i enjoy probably even more the all these kind of rules and what's going on and you know who's good who's bad and all of that stuff but but really it just boils down to a father and his daughter and kind of this real human emotion and kind of that's pretty much what quiet place does as well and i think kind of um doing that keeps you invested and keeps you grounded. And even when this sci-fi stuff is going on, it keeps you grounded at its core. Mm. Um, you know, it's, quite, it's what Nolan does with his sci-fi movies, you know, and, and the, these are names that I'm throwing out that are like the best in the business. And this yeah. indie movie hangs. Oh yeah, I completely um, agree. And it's, it's, um, it is exactly that of like, has, there's a lot of high concept science fiction in this mm. movie, but because it starts with a extremely believable human characters, it's like the rest of it all just comes naturally. Like they make mm. it look easy when it's not because mm. you're so enamored and you're so, it's like, you're just so invested in what's going on with these, with this family. And yeah, it's even on rewatch, like the first time is obviously always going to be special with these types of movies. Um, but rewatching it and remembering the little nuances that I'd obviously forgot seeing like what we'd seen like six films that day, mm-hmm. like over nearly a year ago now. It's like, you kind of remember in like these other specific moments and yeah, this movie is amazing. Like I don't yeah. have enough good words to say about this. Like, it's just one of those ones that if, if for some unknown reason you've not seen freaks yet, you have to watch this movie. It's so yeah. Exciting. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, it's, it's, you know, we talk a lot about indie, we talk a lot about Fright Fest, but this, this is literally one of the best movies that we've seen for the show. Mm. Um, and, you know, it, it kind of, with Fright Fest, you know, the fact that we talk about so many movies in a short space of time, it mm. is hard to champion just one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like kind of watching this removed from it, I was like, wow, like this, mm. this movie is so solid yeah um and yeah the, the special effects um because yeah going into the kind of the dv uh, the blu-ray the blu-ray is pretty much exactly what you want right it's a director's commentary and a 15 minute making of nice um and yeah the making of and obviously we got a we got a good chunk of that as well with the director's q a post the movie um and kind of just the 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 real these guys know how to make a movie and they know how to cut like the right kind of shots together and and uh, like the cheats that they use to create these super like the, the visual effects look amazing and the way they do mm. it is just so clever and um 
yeah, they they just they just kind of absolutely knocked it out of the park and and did it on such a shoestring budget. It was kind of hilarious when the characters were kind of like, or the actors were talking about how much of a low budget movie it is. And as they're talking, a they're all in this makeup that looks crazy good. And then B, they're showing clips of the movie that looks like a blockbuster movie. And then yeah. they're talking about how low budget it is. <laughs> and I, I was kind of, I was laughing at the Blu-ray when it did it. Because I was like, they're, they're right, but look at the movie you've made. It's incredible. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's just real good stuff, man. These are the type of filmmakers that every single production company worldwide should absolutely love. Mm. <laughs> because they know how to make a movie feel big when it's actually yeah. very small. And that's incredible. Definitely. Um, uh, yeah, it's super super good. Yeah, um, I've yeah. I've watched another. Watch I've watched some other stuff though, bro. Oh yeah, I've I've watched three other films. So you Ooh. Can go ahead. <laughs> okay, I've watched two. Um, one that you're going to get very excited about. So, is microwave massacre? I had a little bit of time on my hands, and I was like, <laughs> I've got about an hour, and I want to watch like a movie, and I put my Amazon Prime on, which I've now got my Arrow oh, subscription, yes. and I was like could watch one of these new ones but it's always a bit of a gamble and uh, just stuck on microwave massacre <laughs> <laughs> let's go <laughs> uh, how much of an amazing time did you have oh man that movie <laughs> it's so good uh it's just it's, it's, it's movie <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny like yeah the the um the comedy in it and the, the, the kind of just way that, that everyone plays it and, you know, our kind of lead when he's kind of first starts kind of chomping on the hand and, and mm. kind of everything just looks ridiculous. You can you can see like the fake hand and then the sandwich above it and him holding them both together, pretending <laughs> and it's just everything about it's hilarious. Yeah. And um yeah, which like you know, I'm just like I can't believe I've seen this movie twice now. <laughs> oh, you just got to keep. It just gets better each time, yeah. honestly. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I'm gonna just keep 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 at it. Um, yeah. I but yeah, it. then then I decided that you know I needed to watch an Arrow movie that I haven't seen before with the subscription that I'm paying for. Right. Um, so I decided it's one that I've always kind of I, I've nearly picked up the Blu-ray so many times, and it's Elvira, Mistress of Dark. Mistress right, yeah. of the Dark. Yeah. Um, you know, Elvira kind of was featured heavily in the 80s horror doc that we watched. Um, yeah. That was super cool. Um, you know, it's always been thrown around. I've seen clips of the movie and kind of her character constantly, and I've just never seen the movie. Um, yeah, the, the movie was fun. Like, it was, it was just super tongue-in-cheek. She is just this really over-the-top character. Um there's almost there's there's not like a great deal of plot to it really it's just her kind of being her for an hour and a half but that's a mm. fun ride and like um yeah yeah made me laugh in places there's no real horror to it really that's that's kind of the main thing it needed probably a bit more horror um she basically um has finds out that she was left the house by this aunt that she didn't know of and this aunt is kind of some sort of like witch that has left her this house and she kind of moves to this small town and everyone doesn't want her there because they're all this kind of super conservative kind of town and she's like, well, you know what she's like <laughs> as a character mm. and yeah. she's just there and over the top and kind of corrupting all the teens and getting them to go to late night movies and it's just, it's it's a fun time and like it's a real dumb movie but um, 
you know, apparently this week was just full of dumb fun for me. It was great. <laughs> yeah, <I was> gonna <laughs> like, say, that sounds like the exact like type of movies to be watching right now. Yeah, me. exactly. So I just had a real good time with it. So yeah, yeah, definitely kind of um, did what I wanted it to do. Nice. Yeah, it's interesting because um, Elvira is like such a um interesting Icon, character because yeah. yeah because i really don't know much about her like i know that movie and i know that she obviously existed like prior to that and after mm-hmm. that, like, it was kind of like she just got her you know big movie or whatever mm. but like i don't really know what that character is like i'm guessing she had like a tv show in the in the in the u.s like around yeah that time. kind of kind of i mean think dr satan right uh no not dr satan satan what's the what's the guy that has a tv show doctor in in house of a thousand corpses like the late night oh. horror tv show yeah, I can't God, it's, yeah. Um, but yeah, right, she's okay, so she had something him. like that back in yeah, the day. Yeah, yeah, Because obviously, yeah, I see her pop up all the time. Like you're saying, she's always on like one of the talking heads, and she's very much one of these horror icons. But for yeah. me personally, I've not seen anything she's in. No, other than well, these, that's like out of character things talking that's about why horror. because we we would have never got that show, you see. Mm. And so, and, and yeah, obviously, this movie exists, but this movie is just very much a dumb parody really that was made off the back of the success of the other stuff and her being this icon um but yeah it's definitely worth a watch yeah because i just wondered if i'd get it you know not yeah well because the the opening the opening scenes of the movie is her doing her show and then kind of she she kind of leaves that show under kind of certain circumstances and that's what kicks on this movie so it's kind of like it's kind of parried parried it um, her real life and then starts to get into these horror elements after that oh yeah that's cool yeah mm. yeah it's definitely one that i'm like interested in because yeah it's one of those big kind of like yeah. you see it referenced all the time and it's very much like in the horror community you see her face on t-shirts all the time yeah she but... she's like one of the biggest horror icons that neither of us had any real affinity with yeah. hadn't you know we, we instantly recognize her but don't really haven't really seen anything so yeah it was yeah. glad to finally kind of get some knowledge of it yeah, is there, is there any more, or did she only do one, do you know? Just the one movie, I think. Right, interesting. Um, I don't know that for fact, but... Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I watched some different stuff this week, um, kind of starting with horror, and then it kind of transitions away. But um, <laughs> I watched the double bill of uh, Dawn of the Dead. Nice. Course, the original. Um, followed by Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead, nice. <laughs> because uh, I've no, I don't think I've I wonder where you that. went after that. <laughs> Yeah, I know exactly. Uh, yeah, so I went. I watched Top Fuzz after that as well. Um, you didn't go uh, full Cornetto trilogy. I'm not yet. No, um, I don't blame but, you. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, yeah, Dawn of the Dead. I mean, what can you say about this movie? Like one of the greatest of all time, still at this mm. point. Um, I, it's one of those movies that because it's so old now, and, and you know, zombies have been done a million times. Every time you watch it, I always have this like fear in me of like, yeah. is this still going to be as good as you remember? And it just is. It's amazing. Um, Definitely, like, I want to watch Day of the Dead again recently because I think mm. the, the the zombies themselves are the thing that kind of, like, you remember them looking the way they look in Day and they don't look that way in Dawn. No, in, the yeah, Day has such a different feel to it. I watched Day reasonably recently because I picked yeah. up the Arrow version and, like, yeah, it's, it's you know, yeah, they, they, the zombies look much more like zombies, whereas in Dawn it's just, yeah, it, it, as soon as you get into it, though, you're just like, oh, man, it's so iconic. Yeah, well, that was like Tom Savini's like first major motion picture. So he was yeah. literally inventing all that stuff while he was doing Dawn. Whereas obviously, yeah. by the time it came out, he had so many movies. Under well, and stuff. you can kind of see it because I mean, the scale of it, the amount of zombies they had to have on screen, it was just yeah. like, well, we just have to chuck some grey on you, like yeah. you know. But then suddenly you'd cut to a scene and you've got some of the craziest gore that's ever been shown. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's a mad movie. 
but yeah it's just like the the atmosphere and the characters are still as strong as they ever mm-hmm. were it's just it's absolutely incredible and then yeah Shaun of the dead just what a great time like it just puts <laughs> me back to that time in the place like in the early 2000s when i watched that and yeah i remember being kind of blown away at the time it was so hilarious and yeah just still super enjoyable um and then yeah going on to hot fuzz um i it is my favorite edgar wright movie hands down i absolutely adore it like it's if you've obviously not seen it because it's not obviously a horror movie but like there are a lot of horror tropes and especially in like the first act where kind of it is kind of like slowly revealing that these people are being murdered yeah i mean there's some good gore in it and it is like you know it is this kind of if if it wasn't a comedy like it would be like this mystery horror sort of thing so yeah but yeah i i love that it still stands up where i, I love so many of his movies you know i love mm. Shaun of the dead as well and i love uh, baby driver but um and scott pilgrim but yeah like hot fuzz to me is the one of like if i could only watch one of his movies it would be that one because i just i love the character so much like timothy dalton in it is amazing um yeah. just the, inc- the the overall supporting cast of everyone is is so so strong it's still hilarious um and the, yeah all the reveals get me as well every time like the, the writing amazing. is just amazing that film yeah it, i i'm yeah and yeah going into like um was it is it the world's end i always get the title wrong. yeah um world's end yeah i was or... i don't know if it's like at or the but either yeah. way um yeah it's not i don't it's my least favorite of his movies um and yeah yeah I've, I've tried a couple of times and i don't hate it it's just like it's just a shame that it's part of these literally two of my favorite movies I've i was seen. gonna say and that's the problem the first the first two are two of the best kind of two of my favorite movies out there yeah and it, i think it got me super excited kind of watching sean and hot fuzz and seeing where edgar started and obviously he made like his comic book movie and then he made like his big budget kind of um you know car chase movie and now to see him kind of come back around to the genre um and we obviously don't know too much about last night in soho yet but we obviously know that it's being pitched as like a horror movie um and kind of seeing where his roots started like i just get super excited um because i loved it i love edgar Wright. he's definitely one of my favorite directors um i think he's one of those guys that's like super underrated still somehow after all these years um oh yeah definitely yeah the fact that he's gonna be like making another horror movie yeah like it's gonna be so good man yeah there, there was a reason why i remember when that first got announced i was like oh my god like cause yeah he, he really because the baby driver was like by far his most successful movie in terms of at the box office mm. um because his other movies really haven't done that well and yeah so then for him to be like now he's kind of like got the world at his feet for the first time and he and, yeah. now, and now is when he decides to do a horror movie i love it i um, love it yeah it's awesome um but yeah it's all good stuff and yeah well i think we've both been really treating ourselves with some really great films in the last week which is what we needed um definitely definitely and, yeah and, and a little treat for the show exactly like, um got to review a movie that we thoroughly enjoyed yeah exactly finally one that we can like fully recommend to everyone to check out um but yeah that is it the last regular show before the big one now um mm. yeah so yeah hopefully you will join us for episode 200 um this is going to be a celebration of the podcast and kind of everything we've done in the last four and a bit years at this point four years man um, i mean we'll get into it next week yeah <laughs> four <laughs> and, years uh, yeah just as a as a small tease this probably will be the last regular show for a little while um because mm-hmm. we do have some other special stuff planned following 200 um it's something that like a lot of you guys have been calling out for for a very long time um and yeah with kind of with a very barren upcoming schedule i think now is the perfect time to start experimenting um, yeah i think we've kind of you know emptied the jam jar as much as we can (laughs) and kind of you know we finally managed to get enough for this week and you know it's it's real dry coming up so yeah we've got a couple of special things planned 
definitely and when 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 obviously the new big horror movies are out we'll we'll be back and of course we'll be yeah them all or you know all of this is subject to change without notice exactly. if something drops <laughs> on demand we will still do it you know first and foremost we are new horror movies and yeah. we will always be that definitely um but yeah that was episode 199 uh where we discussed scare package which is coming out on shudder on june 18th uh, thanks for listening as always and we'll see you again very soon see you later everyone Anyway, shut up, I can't Mainly because I never could How could I start that?